King T'Challa, also known as the Black Panther. We must find a way to look after each other, as if we were one single tribe. I don't really have a joke for that, because I think it's just a really nice line. We don't need to joke all the I time. I think so. Mm. That was a beautiful introduction. Thank you very much. Well, on that note, welcome listeners to another episode of Nerd Out. I am here, as always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here as always, uh, just chilling out. My name's Jen Spears, uh, here with two of my favourite nerds, Mr. Rob Lloyd. How are you, Rob? I am sick, but I am <laughs> Fully? here. Fully sick. I am Fully totes sick. sick. Totes oh, sick. Sorry to hear that. That's how you say it, isn't it? I don't think kids say that anymore. Thank you for making it. I'm glad you could make it. Yeah, I would not miss out on the opportunity to see my favourite people. Yay. Aw. It's such a loving episode so far. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to ruin that, Sandro? How you doing? Yeah, good. Happy birthday for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, you ruined my surprise. I had a good... I was going to say oh, that. No. Oh, no. <laughs> cut you. it out, cut it out. Start no, again, no, I was going to say uh, it's uh, episode 25, which is a coincidence, because that's how old I'm turning tomorrow. I wish. <laughs> yes, it's my birthday tomorrow. I'm turning 29. Not quite in the 30s yet. Heard the 30s are fun, though, so I'm looking forward to that. It would... Don't do your 30s like I did. Okay, I won't do my 30s like Rob did. Uh, yeah, that's tomorrow. At that time of recording, that's tomorrow. Would have come and gone. So please, wish me a happy birthday <laughs> when you listen to this episode. Yeah, uh, feel feedback. The love. Feel the love. Feel the love. Give some feedback. Give some love to Jen. Just all the reviews are happy birthday. I love that. <laughs> hey, any, any publicity? What do you give this birthday? Five stars. Two thumbs up the bum. From the 29th birthday. That's all I want. Not a light thumb up the bum. Two, Two thumbs. thumbs straight. Right up, up your ears. <laughs> oh no, we're back there again. We're back there again. Oh wow. Anytime anyway, yeah. we're oh, here. Oh, um, oh, it's good. It's been a pretty low, a light week. L I T E. Yeah. In terms of new releases and things, but we did uh, get quite a big release this week. Everyone, yeah. yeah, everyone's been shaping up for this. This is the start of the blockbuster season that will just Already. roll on now. So yeah, we all saw Black Panther. Yes, at Which various we times will, uh, of the day. Mm. At various times of the day, yes. <laughs> That's how it usually... Yes. What the hell, Rob? Unless I the just studio wanna, is like... I just, I just want to get a bit of recognition for the fact... <laughs> okay, I said, I've got to see this before Saturday. Good. I will Disclaimer, get it. Rob straight up lied to us and told us he was seeing it a different night, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Not straight up lied, lied, as in plans changed. Yes. So I was meant to see it Wednesday night, I but then I had to do rehearsals my with my with my comedy partner, Innes, uh, because we had our show on... <laughs> our sold-out show on Thursday. I can't believe he's sold out already. Sold yeah. Out. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got a Triple J star here. <laughs> we've got a sell-out. What are you going to do next? I don't know. You can... <laughs> Moved to Philly and like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, I was yeah, I was meant to see it Wednesday, but I had to do rehearsals. So I'm there going, well, do we go Wednesday night? We looked at times after the rehearsal. It was ten thirty. Uh, Chadson, that was the latest time that we could see it. But Caitlin was sick, and I had to see it with Caitlin beforehand because I did gave gave her the idea that I might go see it Friday night without her because she's gone away for the weekend with her uh, girlfriends, and uh, the uh, her reaction was not uh, what you would say encouraging. She went, oh. Oh, oh, yeah. oh you go see that mm, film with her then. Oh, if you have to. <laughs> oh, but I was hoping we could see it together for the first Ouch. time. And I went, right, okay, well, I've got to find out when it's on Thursday night after the, um, show. After the show. So we mm, went to yeah. 10.30 at uh, Chadston on Thursday night. Okay. and But the film didn't start till 11. Gross. So, yeah, didn't get to What's the deal too. with, like, um, advanced screenings? Like... 
It came out on Thursday. Well, how were they able to show it on Wednesday night? With Australia, um, in terms of Disney releases, they don't do press screenings unless you're okay. really big in America. Right. Um, they won't do press screenings unless you're really big in America. So the majority of critics have to pay for a ticket right. on Wednesday. I was just like, I'm cool with this, but like, why not just release it mm. on the day it's released? Yeah. Anyway. We also get them a week earlier than, than the US, aside true. from we this just, one. So. Australia, you don't give a shit. And normally <laughs> they do advanced screenings like the weekend before or two weekends mm. before, not just the day before, but I think yeah. it was that whole Valentine's Day thing. They go, it's a Valentine's Day. Yeah, true. I booked Basically. the tickets and then went, oh, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Cool. Mm. So I got a chocolate top. Well, that's no different. Mint, <laughs> mint chocolate, of course. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the best. I think the legal anyway, one's still probably the we'll, best. Uh, we'll get to our in-depth review of uh, Black Panther a little bit later, but we all know what time, we all know what time it is now. <laughs> what time is it, Jen? I want to start this segment with something different, but I just like the line that we always refer to. Yeah. We're going to ask the age-old question. <laughs> since that, the dawn of time. Since the dawn of time, dawn et cetera, time. et cetera, Rob does his spiel. <laughs> We're going to ask, what have we been consuming this week? I'm going to start with Sandro. Oh, switching it up. Switching it up. <laughs> I never remember the order we go in, so I'd probably, whatever, I just do my own thing because I don't give a shit. You just do you, okay? It um, doesn't really matter. I'm the non-sellout, so I'm, I'm underground still. Yeah, you're I can still... do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Sandro, what have you been consuming? Um, not much. Yeah. You're very quiet. Light, I've been working well, a lot. Light week. Well, there you go. That's what you get for throwing the Thanks thing. for listening to Nerd Out. Uh, I've been <laughs> to um, yes, Black Panther was pretty good. Bank. Um Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, I got to play through it all on the radio the other night, which yep. was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, not much. I guess in terms of music, Ballpark Music released the new album. That's really good. If you ever want to know what a Kanye West song would sound like if he made indie rock, oh, have wow. a listen to the third track. Okay. It's pretty good. Jesus. Did you go to St. Kilda Fest? No. I was going to, but I was working before. Apparently it wasn't that good anyway yeah. like there are a couple of good acts but um but may, uh, oh i've been playing assassin's creed origins cool which is basically just another assassin's creed game but yeah it's a bit of fun first one i've played um since that god awful movie came out so that's good still haven't seen it yeah don't <laughs> yeah okay i won't Oops. um but i mainly want to talk about marvel's runaways ah. which i finally finished we were going to review it but i don't know like with tv shows i feel like we we, we waited a bit we kind of slept on it and yeah. there's no real point in reviewing i love it. sleeping i don't know yeah <laughs> I napped on it. So it's weird. So it's a Hulu original. They've teamed up with the ABC for this one. Um, so the same people who did Agent Carter, Inhumans, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So it's a little bit lower budget. If you aren't familiar with the concept, it's uh, it was like a 2002 comic book, I think, aimed at young adults, about a bunch of teenagers who have been friends for a very long time. They all grew up in very rich households. It is based in LA. The parents are basically millionaires. Like, like one of them owns a church. One of them oh, wow. does construction work or something. One of them is like a really famous inventor. Okay. Um, and all the kids find out that their parents are part of a cult that sacrifice kids. Yes. To, it's like a Goosebumps episode. To something. And, uh, and, you know, the name's called Runaway, so they go and run away. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> the the TV show is uh, a little bit like Preacher, though, in okay. that the entire first season is building up to what you get in issue two of the comic. Right. right. So it's a lot of intrigue, a lot of what I like to call, I'm a teenager who has powers, but how do I use them? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that type I've of thing. I've got these powers, I'm going to exploit them and then realise that maybe that's not a good idea. How can I use them for good? Reminds me exactly. of Misfits. 
Uh, it's exactly that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Their powers are a really good mix, though. Like, one of them is kind of like Iron Man. One of them's a smart hacker. One of them, uh, who goes by the name LSD in the comics, just lights up like drugs. Like, it's all, like, pink and colourful. Lights up like drugs. I love that. People <laughs> think they're on drugs or something. Great I don't trip. Know. Sounds like a good trip. It's it's a teenage comic book. What yeah. can I tell you? Um, one of them has a dinosaur, <laughs> which is great. And I'm I, I need to watch this. What type of dinosaur? It's a, it's a raptor. Oh, a raptor dinosaur. And they don't shy away from using it in the show, which is good. Oh, no. You, 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 is it like nice. Jurassic Park raptor or like actual raptor? So like feathery. Um, yeah, it's I know Jurassic about Park. dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. It's Jurassic Park Okay, raptor. Velociraptor. Okay. Um, That's fine. Yeah. That's cool. It's 10 episodes long, real short. I watched over like a week. Yeah. Um, and the, you, in terms of acting, it's really good. I think it's not perfect it's got a lot of problems the problems mainly stem from the editing Mm. the editing makes no sense also there's a character called Gert who is the dinosaur character she has like she's the person playing her is a great actress but they've written her so badly oh no (laughs) um basically written her to be bad scripts happen to good actors I know it's her and her adoptive sister are just really badly written oh, and really unlikable for the entirety of the show. The dinosaur's unlikable? The dinosaur's great. The person who controls the dinosaur's not oh, that great. Okay, okay, okay. Um, dinosaurs are awesome. But the rest of the cast are good. They try to get you to sympathise with the parents, which I didn't love compared to the comic, but it's a TV show, so what are you going to do? Yeah. They're all really good actors. Um, I forget his name, but the guy who plays Captain Jack Harkness's former lover in the... First episode of Torchwood season two. James Marsden. He's in it. I love Spike James from, uh, <laughs> from from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. He is fantastic in this as well. <laughs> he's yeah, he's always good value. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other problem is the soundtrack sucks. <laughs> Imagine Blade Runner, but TV, and they just use the same thing over and over again in every scene. Uh, <laughs> That's the soundtrack. And watch we'll, it on mute. And whenever the team get together to do their thing, it's like I've discovered my powers the theme tune starts playing and you want the theme tune to be something amazing like, oh, no. you know, like the Avengers theme tune or, or even Claws like, Runaway. Yeah, or even The Flash. Like, The Flash has got a great song. Just, just use that. Instead, it's this real dark synthy oh, <laughs> Blade Runner. And it just doesn't work at all. <laughs> um, it doesn't make me want to watch it, Sandra. But all the acting and story and everything else is great. Okay. Visual effects are really good as well. It's just the editing and um, and soundtrack are not very good. Okay. So overall, yeah, one thumb up. Wow, I wasn't expecting that after yeah. after that. Well, that's just like it is easier. Very often, minor issues. It's easier to talk about stuff that you have problems with sometimes. Yeah, so yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, it, it's very like they're pretty minor issues, but they're there, so mm-hmm. you kind of got to acknowledge them. But they yep. didn't t- t- take away from the experience too much. It's very bingeable as well. Cool. So, that's I like good. bingeable. Um, what have you been consuming, Rob? Uh, I've been continuing on with my uh, descent into the the dark ages of uh, Disney. That's right. <laughs> so, um, so I've watched the the Black Hole uh, and uh, last week, and so this week uh, I introduced Caitlin to uh, the Black Cauldron. Lots of black. Ah. Lots of black from the Black Era. Um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, the Black Cauldron uh, was the film that nearly bankrupted. <laughs> uh, Disney. It was the 25th uh, film, uh, animated film that they released. It was released in 85. Uh, it was the most expensive animated film of the era. It was like $44 million. Mm. And it uh, barely uh, made uh, uh, $21 million in return. 
So, uh, yeah, it was a financial disaster. Uh, based on uh, the fir- loosely based on the first two books of the Chronicles of uh, Prydain uh, by uh, Lloyd Alexander, um, and it's sort of like a fantasy uh, series of of books, and uh, it's very dark. It's very grim. It's uh, but it's got all the elements of a Disney film there, just not as overt as we've come to know. So mm. you've got, you know, a young boy. It's very dated in some ways. Like the boy just goes, well, boys are meant to fight and the girls are, you know, aren't as good fighters as, as boys. And then the girl proves that she actually is strong and he's very, he wants to be a warrior and all this type of stuff. And then he learns that there's more to life than, you know, just being a warrior and having a sword and sacrifice is important. All this, all the great stuff is there and all the good stuff's there. Um, but it's got the scariest Disney villain of all time, the, the Horn King, who is uh, trying to find the Black Cauldron. Because the Black Cauldron is an evil uh, uh, instrument. Or if, you, uh, if you harness its power, you can um, control an army of the dead. And so the Horn King. Can you make potions though? Uh, yes, for the. <laughs> Can dead. you use it like as it's, as it's meant to be used? Yes, for the dead. Okay. Right. Um, and so yes, John Hurt plays the Horn King, and he's incredible, oh, and, and he is horrifying in this, and he brings back an army of the dead, and that's horrifying. Uh, it's just, but I love it. I love it. It's such a mess of a film, but I just adore what they're trying to do, and they were taking risks. And I introduced it to Caitlin, and she really enjoyed it as well. So. Um, that was uh, what we've been consuming. So yeah, I I love embracing the, you know, the black, era, the dark era of um, uh, the of the Disney studios where they took risks and they failed a lot. So yes, that's what I've been consuming lately. Very nice. Very nice indeed. And I give it, uh, I give it one thumb up. Mm. Wow. One uh, undead thumb. Up. <laughs> one undead thumb. Dip it in the cauldron. So yes, Jen. What have you been consuming lately? Um, I've also had a pretty slim week. Um, I it's been quite a tough one at work, so myself and my partner wa- needed some light-hearted fun. <laughs> so we binge-watched the new season of Queer Eye on Netflix. Um, you may be familiar with this concept. Um, back back in the day, there was a TV show called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. Since it's been shortened to Queer Eye, so to get rid of the idea that the, the makeovers are for a particular gender or sexual orientation. <clears throat> Uh, new cast of the new Fab Five um, featuring, uh, we've got Bobby on design, Kamaro on uh, Karamo, sorry, culture, Anthony doing food, Jonathan, my favourite, doing grooming, and uh, Tan on fashion. Um, so it's always, it's also a very, gen- it's also a very um, uh, ethnically diverse Fab mm-hmm. Five this time. So we've got uh, Tan, who's Pakistani, also from Wales, I think, wow. by his accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and Karamo is a um, African American, um, and just yeah, just it's a nice little mix as opposed to just like I think the original Fab Five were pretty white. Uh, yeah, except for uh, the culture. He was uh, yeah yeah he Jai? was think, yeah Jai I think it was. I think so yeah. Um, the, uh, basically the the blurb basically said I remember watching the trailer for the new season being like the original season was about acceptance uh, sorry about tolerance yes this new season is about acceptance. So when, when Karamo for the Straight Guy came out, it was really, like, nothing like that had been put on TV. A lot of people were like, whoa, these people are full on, and, like, hadn't really been, people watching it often hadn't been, I don't know, exposed to, to like, gay people. And um, that's a, well, that's the thing. Like, you had Carson, who was quite he flamboyant. Was, yeah. And, yeah, almost, you know, the the uh, generic so like perception of what yeah, exa- a, a gay stereotype is. exactly but then you had the others like Tom yep. and um, God who was the grooming guy he was awesome in the original one but yeah the, the, yeah, the, they were just 
people. Yeah. They were just and, guys. And for its time, it worked really well in that, you know, often, like, the person they made over would, would leave, you know, perfectly dressed and perfectly, you know, poised and coiffed. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you're trying. You're trying to get I'm that trying word. too hard. Um, and you always wonder, like, what happens the next day when yeah. they don't know how to do their own hair and things. <laughs> this, um, while it's still a makeover show, it's got really good heart. Like, you look at the people that they, they do, and it's only six episodes or eight episodes, and they do um, a, a father of six who works two jobs and is from uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints. Right. So he's Mormon. He's grown up believing that gay people are wrong. And, wow. Um, and one of the um, one of the guys is really, really um, nervous to go and meet. He doesn't want to go and meet yeah. this guy. And then they, they get talking, and it's like it's about changing perceptions. Mm. Um, instead of, you know, the original season kind of played into stere- gender stereotypes yes. and things like that and sexual stereotypes. Um, there's also, they also, um, I say makeover, it's not really about makeover, but they make over a, a cop from um, from Georgia and um, Karamo, is, who's the culture guy, is also really nervous because he's a cop. Right. He's a white cop. Um, and the, the episode opens with them being pulled over and he's driving and he gets really nervous because the cop says, you know, where's your license? He goes, I don't have it. We're filming a TV show, so I need you to get out of the car. Mm. He's like, I don't want to get out of the car. Anyway, they get out of the car and the guy's like, this is a prank. I'm a friend of the guy that you're making over. And then Karamo's kind of like, that's funny, but really he was like, if this is the kind of jokes they're going to make, I don't yeah, want to be. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, so like you've got, you've got your classic queer-eyed tropes of like doing the dude's hair really cool, getting rid of his beard. They don't get rid of as many beards this season. Ah, um, beards are back Teaching in. him how to, I don't know, dance or like public speak or, mm. um, you know, they, they teach one of the guys... Um, that he's a, he's just stand up comedy yeah, comedy and they teach him about being confident and things like that yeah. and they're mm. not changing them just finding what they need and like nourishing that and I, every episode I've cried my way through yeah. the ending so there's an episode where they actually make over a gay guy who's yet to come out um, to his stepmother because he thinks she's she won't love him anymore and they actually film his coming out which is really beautiful again you kind of go she's cool with it on camera but I wonder how it went after everyone yeah. left yeah. You just have to trust that, I guess, that it's legit. Hmm. Um, and, you know, and the, you know, a 40-year-old guy who's, who thinks he's ugly and, again, hasn't really been around gay people because it's all, they're all from Georgia, so it's quite okay. south, from, you know, southern states of mind. Um, and it always ends in an episode of them being like, thank you so much, and them crying, and then I cry, and then they cry. And, <laughs> um, but it's, it's, A, it's really fun. It's got, got a really good heart. Um, I think it... it, it there's certain things about it that haven't aged super well. Like, they're still often make over the person's house and it kind of looks not quite them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The yeah. last episode, there's a guy that's really into football. He's really into the Green Bay Packers. And they move him from his parents' his bedroom in his parents' house next door to the basement. But they make it over and you don't see any of his sporting paraphernalia. <laughs> and it's kind of like, oh, I've, I've left this cupboard empty so you can put all of your sporting merchandise. I'm like, he's a mac- massive Packers fan. Like, frame his poster yeah. and put it up. Like, yeah. you can, like, mm. work with him. And that was the, one of the only times I was like, that didn't feel like yeah. you were doing him a favour. You were just doing what you wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like, nitpicking now. But um, it's really fun. It's six episodes. We binged over, like, two days. Um, they've like assessed what the problems were with the original season and also brought it into its time. Yes. It, it fits mm. its time mm. pretty well. So okay. that's really fun. If you want something fun to watch, everyone loves a makeover. Yeah. I think. Oh, God. Everyone I think everyone loves, loves a makeover. Mm. Sandra's like, meh. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think Sandra's in need of a makeover. Luckily, I bought the Fab Five. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I have been 
consuming this week. Binging. Excellent. That Very sounds nice. good. I, like, I love Queer Eye. Yeah, get on it. On. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're bringing out more. I assume they're bringing out more episodes. Yes. Is it, is it a Netflix thing? Yeah, so it might just be half a season. So yeah, it could be. Yeah, so I remember the original had shitloads of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Things were, yeah, They do things differently on Netflix, mm. though. So yeah, that's true. Seasons. Yeah. So, yeah, we've all had a pretty light week, but still, we still, still consuming. We still power through. Oh, still doing stuff. So um, I guess we'll uh, get get all serious and uh, oh talk about the uh, the news headlines for the week, not including Barnaby Joyce. No, no more Barnaby not. Joyce. We guarantee this he's is the not, only time we're mentioning He's not included Barnaby in the nerd Joyce. news. No. I, yeah, I no. wish there was an app like the ABC News that gave me nerd news as often as ABC News <laughs> gave me news about oh, Barnaby yeah. Joyce this week. Yeah. That would be awesome. But yeah, would you like to lead us in the news headlines, Sandro? Sure. Thank you. There is. You're not joining in. I know. Why didn't you? You left me hanging. I'm talking about like going in new pathways and things this episode. You're not Sandro. You put me out to dry. I'm like now I feel like an asshole. I just. Well, you interrupted Sandro, so you are. <laughs> but if you did it with me, it's less of an asshole thing. It's like, oh, yeah, isn't that cute fun? That's actually. banter. It's now it's, <laughs> it's not making fun. It's banter. That's a good. That's, that's a, a good, good rule that, that we should live by. Now it's time for the news headlines. We do completely different tunes. Have you noticed? That's the best part, though. And then we fade it out. Yeah. There is not much. We're going to get through this really quickly. I guess we'll just start off with the one trailer we got. Well, we got two trailers, but this is the only one we're going to talk about. Yep. Um, uh, they dropped the finally dropped the full trailer for um, for Incredibles 2. They mm-hmm. did. Which is out real soon. If you don't know what The Incredibles is. What the fuck is wrong with uh, it? Stop listening now. You're probably young. That's probably it. It came out thir- 12 years ago? 12 years? Really? It's been a very long yeah. time. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're finally doing the second one. Dropped a trailer. It's a weird trailer. It's a mess of a trailer. 14 years. 2014. 2004. Okay. So yeah, that movie is in year eight or nine. <laughs> That's scary. Um, first thing I noticed, the game that we... Because originally when they announced this, they were like, the video game, mm. the attack of the Underminer, is canon. But yeah. now they're like, it's not canon anymore. No, the Underminer's in the trailer. They are showing the Underminer. Um, mm. That Like, who cares? But also, <laughs> you know, it's, I think it's a good thing they're following on straight. I think straight so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a great idea to carry straight on from there. We didn't want to... Yeah, you know, mm. see those characters progress from the point that they were at. We, you know, yeah. I just finished the trailer and went, "What's going on?" Oh, really? It was, I it just felt a bit messy. Like, doesn't give you much. I can see that they're splitting them up. He's staying at home to look after Jack, Jack, and she's off doing whatever. Yeah. There was a point where he was like, "I've got to succeed so that she can succeed," and they showed her riding the motorbike, doing pretty well, seeming to be succeeding. I was like. What's the challenge here? What's this? Mm. What's the obstacle you're trying to get over? Because I didn't get it. The, yeah, well, the obstacle is for him to do a good job as a stay-at-home dad. Sure, so. didn't get that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a massive fan of them splitting up. It feels like Guardians 2, and I love Guardians 2, but if they're just doing Guardians 2 again with Incredibles. Well, yeah, I'm I was really excited for it. Was, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I was. I mean, they're pushing the whole, uh, you know, Bob Parr staying at home so mm. that um, Elastigirl can go out. And yeah, cool. Which is a great, I love that. great concept. And it flips around because he was out doing the superheroing and she was left <laughs> behind. That's right. So to flip that around is great so that, yeah. you know, she's out actually, she's, you know, sought out. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I did like the idea of you know them working more as a family, more as a team, as the Incredibles. Yeah, but it just, seems to be uh, just from this particular trailer. Didn't get that. They yeah. focus more on the parents as opposed to barely the saw kids. the daughter. What's didn't her name? Violet. Violet. Yeah. Didn't see any of Violet? I didn't see any of. Barely any of um, the the uh, the names. Um, yes. But, yeah, um, Jack. No, Jack no, Jack. Jack's. Uh, yeah. 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 The, the kid's kid. name. The kid. He was great. He had the little funny bit at the start. The dinner table mm. that I liked. Um, I can't remember what his quote was, but it was funny. Mm. But yeah, I just, I don't know, I kind of went, I think I need to watch that again. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a weird trailer. It's just kind of ticking off the boxes in terms of the cast as well. I like, think it's also being like, this is what we're showing you without spoiling it. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah there was no good. spoilers there. I don't feel like I know what the fuck it's going to be about, <laughs> which is good. Yes, that's very good. No hint of a, a bad guy, only the underminer shown. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we see uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson back, uh, Fruzu. Mm-hmm. Where's my super suit? <laughs> <laughs> They're going for a bit of a civil war thing as well, where the supers, as they seem to be called in, in this world, are, um, are kind of like outlaws now. Yeah. Well, which they is all, a bit but they, all, they still were. That was the original one. They, they were in the original, Supes but were, they're really they're carrying, pushing it. If they're carrying straight on from it, um, now that you know they've made their appearance, that the superheroes are back, yeah. they're going to deal with the fact that what do we do now? They're, they're not in hiding <laughs> anymore. Some of yeah, them true. are coming out and defending people what does that mean for the the world that they're in which is a great concept to explore because yeah. it's a very dark concept it was great like the opening of the incredibles is amazing how he like saves all these people's lives oh yeah but then you know, they're sued yes. because of the injuries and all that type of That's stuff right. it's great mm. yeah i interested to see the villain because if it's not just the underminer because the villain in the first one was fucking great he yeah. was so good and funny and <laughs> was like great. big shoes to fill yeah mm. it's a hype Oh, yeah, of it course. Me up. I loved the teaser posters that were putting up in the lead to the trailer where it's it's almost ready and it's just like their suit in the washing machine. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. thought that was That quite, was really clever. That was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're going to go see it no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. Definitely. Like, I'm so looking You could have bought out the shittest trailer in the world and I'd still see that film. And hopefully, yeah, Bomb Voyage comes back. He's mm-hmm. one of my favourite villains ever. <laughs> Bomb Voyage. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's my French. Mm. It's beautiful. French gibberish. The animation as well. It doesn't Trade really look like they've improved it, which goes to show how great the original is. Yes. Mm. Like the animation pretty much looks just it just looks the same, yeah. which is great. Yeah, it's beautiful animation style and great, you know, realization of that, you know, in you know, heightened reality and realism and so like how the lines are defined and stuff like that. It's great. Mm. Edna mod. <laughs> She's yes. great. So good. No capes. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's the main trailer we got. We also got a trailer for Batman Ninja, which I don't... We haven't watched. Care about... I watched, I read the I read the synopsis and went, well, that can go die in a fire. I just went, I have no interest yeah, in seeing I don't, that. I don't Imagine care. if Batman and the Joker go back to feudal Japan. <laughs> Imagine if I take a Is that what it's about? Ew, 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 Yeah. And when he gets there, the Joker's already there and is ruling the... And you go, fuck off. Yeah, I don't care. It's like, yeah, it's it's the very excess <laughs> of Elseworlds. I've always hated, and I've mentioned this before I, when we talked about Star Trek, I always hate when they go back. It's like, mm. history's happened. Like, make a historical film, go for it. But when you have created a new character in a new world, you have that whole <laughs> world to make new things about. Yes. Yeah. You've got, you know, limitless options. 
Fucking stop going back mm. in time. I know, that's what... That's, I don't this, care that the holodex is this thing. <laughs> this is made, like, the trailer we got was the English trailer. It is a Japanese yeah. film, cool. which I guess is cool. Don't go back in time in Japan, then. But go still, to the future. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's what, yeah, that's my biggest gripe with Star Trek, is that we have not seen anything after the Dominion War. Yeah, in, like... Uh, mm. uh, are, you, are you scared to, like, make new stuff, and so you're resting on what's already happened? Possibly. Yeah, they very much... Like, so. you go, we'll go back to uh, feudal Japan, therefore this has to happen, and this is how it is, and this is how they'd speak, and blah, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. like, have some imagination. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> have some imagination. Um, give me a job. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go for the future. Then you can sell out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's my chance. <laughs> um, we got... An interview popped up. Macy Williams is Love. doing um, uh, some press for Game of Thrones, I think. But a lot of people, of course, are asking about New Mutants. Uh, uh, being delayed house. a year. Which has been delayed a year. Oh. And, of course, the moment that happened, you know, the rumour mill started turning. It's, you know, heaps and heaps and heaps of reshoots. The film's not good. The studio was saying they were hoping to make it scarier. She's basically come along and said the extensive reshoots are not true. Oh, okay. Um, they are just editing the film, I guess. Yeah. It's almost definitely because of the Disney buyout. That's yeah. why it's been delayed. Um, yeah, right. And, yeah, she just said... I mean, she kind of has to because she's a part of the film, mm. but um, that it's going to make the film better, more scarier, and and more snappier, I think, yeah. was, was what she said in particular. But, yeah, a lot of the films in their schedule have been reshuffled. Like, that's got the biggest delay, but other a couple of the other films have got, like, a six-month delay. I love the rumour mill. Three months delay. I love mm. the rumour mill. like, must be shit, they're reshooting. It's like, have you ever worked on a film? <laughs> Do you have any idea on, on, like, deadlines and timelines and how things yeah. can blow out? No? no? Yeah, Jeff's reshoots. All right, all right. Mate. Yeah, and reshoots Definitely. have been a part of films yeah. forever. Yeah. Because you can think it's you've got Rogue the shot, and then, really... you, and then you edit something and go, you know what? That didn't really work. It's completely normal. Like, and reshoots aren't always a bad thing. Exactly. You know, they've it's a, it's probably just Rogue One, just because they just reshot a lot of that. And that the trailer what? was different. That was what really made fans go, ah, oh, reshoots are bad now. That got the so, mo- that got the most press. A lot of people yeah. going to that one because now yeah, everyone was so solo. excited about Rogue One, and and because there's such a massive change because mm. so many of the shots from the trailer weren't used in the original. But you get that in trailers. I think all the, the worst time. thing that can happen is losing a fucking like actor. Yeah. Or well, you look at for example. Um, the one that Kevin Spacey did, and they re re um, mm-hmm. that was yeah. for the better. Yeah, more um, money in the world. The Hunger yeah. Games as well. When yeah. uh, where Hoffman died, and they mm-hmm. had to to redo it as well. I don't think they delayed that though. They were really good. They on that didn't. One. They, there's they, plenty of reasons. There's yeah. plenty of worse things that can happen than a reshoot. So yes. even if it is reshooting, mm. it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they're more fine tuning the special effects. Yeah. For, for this, which is a good thing. You want them to it's be a horror house. You want it to, to be good. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see that. March next year, uh. Uh, if it actually gets released, I'm sure it will. Um, so it was like a couple episodes back. Now we were t- chatting about Hasbro, how they were doing a movie <laughs> universe. Yep. Um, and now they have said that that is still happening, but for Transformers, it's not going to be a part of the universe because Bumblebee's rebooted the whole thing. <laughs> Right. Didn't we so, know this already? Did we, was there not already going to be a Bumblebee film? Yeah. yeah. So the right. Bumblebee we didn't know film it was being rebooted. Right. 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 Bumblebee's out uh, October or December. Oh, no, I don't remember exactly when. It's like the end of the year. The one with Haley Steinfeld, which you'll love, Jen. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm looking I forward think, to it. I like the director, but I just don't think Bumblebee's that interesting. Oh no, of course not. 
Not unless they do him like he was in the 80s. I want gold horns on the top of his head, people. I'm sure just like every single Marvel thing, they're going to have a line where they have a picture of him with that. And he goes, oh, that's so stupid. And he's like, oh, it was good when I was in the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't walk under bridges very well, so I lost him. Because that's every single... yeah, adaptation going under the Montague Street Bridge. A little Easter egg for you, little yeah. yeah. Um, low, uh, <laughs> low hanging branches, not good. Uh, no dear. capes. So, uh, so yeah, Hasbro no have come out and, and said uh, Transformers Six, which is the six. first one in the main canon without Michael Bay, because he's gone. They've six. dumped him. That's right. There's six of them. Fuck. I think I've seen one and a half. Transformers. More than uh, Revenge, Revenge of the Fallen, Fallen Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. I've seen the first two. Age of Extinction. Um, Age of Extinction. And the Last Night. The Last Night. Haven't and seen the last four. One is part three. Perfectly fine. I think I enjoyed three. Others are rubbish. Number one was great. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. I loved number one. Um, I, it kind of lost me when Bumblebee pissed on John Turturro. That's true. Was it I mean, I was like, yeah. I was like, Bumblebee. when that came out, so I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, you would have thought it was great. Bumblebee, stop excreting but your, your That's right, the oil. Fluid. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. That anyway. was so dumb. Uh, yeah, but the next one's going to be a complete reboot, so they're rebooting it. Could it be good? Maybe they can make it good? What? I don't know. Is there any way to make live action Transformers? Well, that's the thing. That's the, that is the, that is the legacy of Michael Bay. He has fucked royally the concept so hard that we can't even sit here and go. Is there any way that a Transformers movie could work live action? It gives me nothing. It gives yeah. me nothing. Because as a kid, on. I thought nothing would be cooler than doing a live action Transformers. Yeah, kids when, are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Michael Bay's dumb too. Yeah, he's doing Lobo now. Let him go ruin that. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm kind of excited for Bumblebee, though. I'm intrigued by the concept and cast, and the director's really good. So. Yes. Um, we'll, well, because I am no longer, you know, uh, five years old, and uh, I, you know, can't hide behind the fact that, no, 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 these characters are real and brilliant and wonderful, as opposed to going, these people just want me to buy their stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I've, yeah That's I've, the existence of Transformers. Yeah. yeah, totally. The only good Transformers movie is the animated Transformers film where they kill off all the characters <laughs> and you are so distraught. And the company was so caught up in money they just went Let, let's just kill off these characters let's bring out a new line which is going to love the new line and they didn't even factor into their head that these kids would actually love. like the love uh, the characters <clears throat> it just shows yeah the big the big money people just going no they want new they want exciting you do get a bit of that in that to- in that um the toys that made us documentary yes about like these is the reason okay. that they would they'd be like we'll bring out new characters kids love it and they'd be like we didn't realize Kids get really attached to characters. Yeah, especially what was mm. it with um, the G.I. Joe ones? Yep. They didn't release the the. There were really so many new ones, and they didn't re-release the older ones. So yeah. they were just getting these obscure yeah. ones like Law and Order. Kids were like, what? Yeah, like military police guy with his dog, mm. and uh, you know, I want Snake Eyes mm. or Storm Shadow. Who's my favorite? Everyone made fun of him in that documentary, but like, Storm yeah, Shadow. yeah. Um, right. What should they do next for? I keep checking. Us. We're just going a bit off track now. I keep checking the the thing to see if there's a new episode, and I'm like, I don't no, know what else yet. they could do. They, or Transformers, they could do Lego. Lego, Ooh, that would Lego. be interesting. They do Lego. I Lego. I'm um, trying to think of another like Barbie equivalent. There wasn't really Bratz. 
They did Bratz within the Barbie episode. Oh, that oh, was within Barbie. Barbie. They spoke oh, about they spoke okay. about Bratz coming out and being the competition. Gem? Yeah. Polly Pocket. Polly Pocket. Could be interesting. Yeah. Tamagotchi. Yeah, getting into the later ones. Yeah. 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 Anyway. But yeah, I found that really fascinating Action about like man. the reason that they would reboot and why people do reboots and then it never works. Mm. Never works because people form an attachment to these mm. characters. Speaking of attachment to characters, <laughs> Obi-Wan can know. Yeah. Great segue, Sandro. Good one, Good. Anna Corrin. We got a rumour. Yeah. Um, the world together. We got a rumour. Uh, whether or not th- this is true is really just going to hinge on Solo, but uh, there's been you know a couple websites, a couple online listings that have suggested towards the fact that they might be shooting something Star Wars related in Ireland next year. There's a lot of possible. Probably going to be. Is there a director here? Yes. Uh, Please say it's Martin McDonough. Stephen Daltrey? Yes. Martin McDonough. Oh, that'd be good. Obi-Wan Kenobi would just be like a straight up baller and he'd just kill everybody. Really dark, black humour with an Irish accent played by Colin Farrell no you gotta bring back your McGregor <laughs> can you imagine Colin Farrell but right at the end you realise he just was a Jedi mind the force not fucking with me the force was never with me I made this shit up oh I'm so into that oh, I'm into that I that love would be great McDonough. But if they do get Colin Farrell, then right at the end, his you know his mind trick stops and he turns back into Johnny Depp. Oh fuck! <laughs> That's oh, a uh, fantastic yeah. piece and way hey. to find them reference there for you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Rob's film of the year, twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it. Heck I'd love that. Yeah, yeah. Ireland, uh, presumably for the uh, locations in, in Tatooine. That's the thing. Sort of yeah, so Bruges. green. Unless they go so off in world. Bruges. In Bruges. They could go off world. I don't. I don't really want them to. I don't. I think he's going to have to be yeah, stick it out in Tatooine, and he can't reveal his. Where in Ireland yeah. looks like Tatooine? Ireland's so green. Oh, that's. It's probably like. <laughs> I'm sure a, there's deserts in Ireland. Probably or some like, green screen stuff. True. Or like a castle, maybe. This they're either going way back in the past or way <laughs> forward in the future. <laughs> long time ago in a galaxy Obi-Wan far, far away, Kenobi. they're going a long. The Jedi Academy years. A long way away. It's a big castle. Like Hogwarts. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be funny. Dude. I love that we've taken one fact that it's being filmed in Ireland and just like using that to, for yeah. the basis of speculation. That's not out. Mr. Um, Kenobi. Yeah. The boy who lived. Oh, fuck off. I don't want a beer. <laughs> I just want to go shoot things with my Derringer. And then Liam Neeson can return with his accent. <laughs> we'll have, can... we'll have um, the other Gleeson dude that's in the McDonough films. Um, Don, um, oh, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. A fucking superstar. I love it. <laughs> Donald Gleeson can also Donald come Gleeson back and play to. like Hux, time travel into the past. But he's Irish. Not but he's Scottish. Irish this time. <laughs> oh. Sold. Comedy this gold. is how I sell out. I write this shit and sell yeah, it. Yeah, Disney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're going to ride your coattails. Mm. Please do. <laughs> They'll be nice coattails too. Oh yeah, I'm yeah styling. What what we should have? Oh, here we go. Is a film where Obi Wan Kenobi gets addicted to death sticks, to death sticks, <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically train spotting, but, ah, but Star Wars. Do so you want to see Kenobi go do some toilet diving? It's All right, full okay. on Kenobi just. Hanging out with Jar Jar. Jar Jar wakes up one morning. He's just shat the bed. Exactly. Oh, no, Misa, shit the bed. That's two weeks in a row we've done Jar Jar humour, people. It's done. Bringing the Jar Jar humour oh. back. It's time. It's been long enough it's now. <laughs> That's funny. It's That's funny, funny again now. Well, there you go. That's cool. It's a cool little tidbit. Yeah. Um, and finally... And it's a rumour. It's, it's also a rumour. It's a rumour. Confirm. 
fucking confirm it. I, I think it's going to be after whether or not Solo does well, even though they're apparently writing it off, so they should just announce it now. But yeah, like. They're waiting for that to go well, but they've yeah. already given the fucking Game of Thrones people do whatever amount of films you want to do. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. We will see. I and still, that's, that's I still, my weekly rant about Star Wars. I still want that Patty Jenkins Ahsoka film. Make that happen. Patty Jenkins Make Ahsoka that film. happen. Give Catherine Bigelow a film as well. Um, but finally, in completely pointless news... Love pointless news. Oh, th- for, then you're going to love this one. So, there's a director called Paul King. He's Good made two incredible Paddington films. Aww, films that shouldn't work, but they're amazing. I haven't seen them yet. He's in final negotiations to direct a film for Warner Brothers called Willy Wonka. <laughs> That's awesome. We've never had a Willy Wonka film. That's great. Fuck off. Something original for a change. <laughs> We've had two, right? Hang on, hang on. And the best part is, it's going to be Willy Wonka Origins. No! <laughs> that was the rumor. I want to no. see how the fuck he got to where he got to, because, man, did, he's nuts. They did that. They did that in fucking um, the Tim Burton one. It fucking ruined that. Oh, yeah, awful. him going through the jungle. You, what the hell? To get the... To get, uh, that was in uh, Lumpaland. It turned him from being, like, this human with awesome, like, science hmm. and a bit weird to, like... Having these other planets, and also his, you know, his dad was a dentist and wouldn't let him eat lollies. That's right, Fuck, he had races. Fucking shit! I hate that film. That Willy Wonka is a travesty. It's weird because on one hand it was more like the book because yes. it was Charlie Chocolate Factory, um, so they had the the squirrels and they had all that kind of thing. It was dark. Yeah, as opposed to the. But then the, on, and then they also just went, nah, actually, we're going to do the book, but also not do the book. Yeah, mm. didn't they do a sequel as well? In the no. No, no. They've, never made, they've never made the okay. glass elevator. Make that. Just make that. Be yeah. original stuff going back <laughs> in time. I'm over it. Uh, it's going to be a musical as well, oh, probably. What? Okay. Oh, yeah, I guess it was, wasn't it? The first two were... Wait. The first one was. Was the Johnny Oompa Depp Loompa one? Song. No, the, the only one no. in the Johnny Depp song was the um, okay. uh, Oompa Loompa songs. Okay. I don't remember it all. It was a TV. Oh, yeah, because the original had that sure. cheer up, Charlie, Charlie, which you would always fast always forward. Always fast yeah. forward. Always and she's stirring the hot... Water clothes with She's fork, a, a large at, wooden fork. She works at the laundry. Always yeah. remember that sticks in my yeah. mind. But I've got a golden ticket. It's ours, Charlie. I love that song. Yeah, and I've I got love a golden twinkle in, in my eye. And their grandpa's suddenly able to dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's faking it the whole fucking time uh. <laughs> to get to get and, uh, more yeah. cabbage stew. <laughs> exactly. and, can, and Candyman's cabbage stew. And Candyman songs. Beautiful. Oh man, mm. Sammy Davis Jr. does a really good version of it. Sammy mm. Davis Jr. does not a good version. dude. No, he's not a good dude, but he plays good. He has good songs. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Anyway, oh dear, we don't need this film. No, yeah. we do not. Ah, just weird. Also, just watch Jane. Uh, I don't. Wilder. I don't know what's yeah. happened, but is the, nothing. Like, do people like the Greatest Showman now? Because everyone on my feed oh, no. is has it just flipped. Has it? Everyone on my feed is loving it at the moment, everyone. and I'm Who? going. Who? Which influential celebrity has said that it's awesome, and now everyone thinks it's good? Oh, I don't know. But it, it like everyone's get the the song "This Is Me" is getting traction. Uh, I did hear that play the other day. It's yeah. a rubbish song. <laughs> it is a rubbish song. <laughs> Sounds really boring. Um, it is, but yeah, that's like yeah, Will that's Smith probably, probably said he loved it. P.S. Will Smith is just dropping the knowledge on Instagram at the moment. Yeah, oh, is he? Is his story yesterday was about love? And, okay. like, how you can't make other people happy. You're in charge of your own happiness. He's just, like, wise as fuck. And then mm. he just flips that with, like, 
with Brat showing <laughs> pictures, uh, videos of cats in Australia because they're really chill. Mm. Yes, yeah, he was. Um, he was, was here. Yeah. He was down for the yeah, yeah and he was just chilling at the local NGV, and mm. he was chilling yeah. at places that I visit all the time. And I'm like, oh, I love Will Smith. So, so yeah, yeah. anyway, if you want some like inspiration and some wisdom, and to be told the Greatest Showman's a great film, he didn't say that. <laughs> Jump on Will Smith's Instagram. Mm. Will, uh, if you're listening, uh, you can send me some presents. Uh, okay. Jen is ready to sell out. And you're her ticket. To I'm that. taking Will, Will Smith's taking me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you write his coattails and then we'll grab yours. Yeah. Oh, dear. Why do you think I'm talking about Philly all the time? Huh? Huh? West Philadelphia, born and raised. All the playgrounds where I spent most of my and days. Scene. Cool. Is That's that, the news. <laughs> I love that we ended there with we such a pointless piece of information. <laughs> Classic nerd out. Um, well, that's <laughs> Yeah, that's the news it's been so quiet it took me forever to actually find some decent stories to talk about today so <laughs> you were digging through <clears throat> rob uh can you would you like to introduce the next segment uh yes okay everyone has gone uh into their bunkers uh because we have had very little news because everyone has been prepared for this moment black panther is out in the cinemas this is a movie that just nerds have been waiting for this is the film that an entire people have been waiting for a film that is uh, not made by <laughs> white guys uh, trying to tell the story of you know black culture. Mm. It is the you know it is black culture taking this film and making it theirs, and mm. it is so important. It's not just a big blockbuster. It's an important movie to be out now in mainstream cinema, yeah. and so it's 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 hit the ground running. And I think uh, we're going to see some. Um, Ramifications. This is the type of so. positive film Hopefully. that's going to come out and start shifting things. So it's been a slow process with you know changing you know the gender gap within you know the Hollywood and all that type of stuff and stronger roles for for females as opposed to just being token or you know Im- images for sex. So and this and we've been getting little little tidbits of of this coming through, but it has just hasn't been enough. Yeah, until mm. now. And for a you know for a character for those of you that don't know, Black Panther obviously made his first appearance in uh, the cinema world of Marvel in uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was created uh, back in the day, um, nineteen sixty six from memory, and um, was pretty much you know, had a good was, fact about that. <laughs> was the uh, the 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 token the token African American character, um, yeah. African character. Yeah, he would have been. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah, token African. I'm trying to think, is, was he before or after Luke Cage? I'm pretty sure he was before yeah. Luke Cage. Mm. Um, but he's not from America. He is yes, from yeah, exactly. Wakanda. He he's is from yeah, Africa. He is African. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure and he in was... the minds of most people from a third world country. Yes. As yeah. far as they are aware. Yeah. Um, and so it, it came from a place of they had good intentions back in the 60s. Your Stanleys, your, your Jack Kirby's to go, let's do this type of character. Well, he's a black guy. The people want. Let's call him Black Panther. Um and I'm glad that it's but, come from yeah. a point of, you know, especially the, a big era in cinema in the 70s was the black exploitation era, yeah. mm-hmm. which is uh, pretty much white movie executives taking advantage of uh, African-American culture in uh, America yeah. and turning it, you know, white dudes making, you know, you know black films. Exactly. Um, yeah, and like Luke Cage, John Stewart, as Green Lantern even. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That era. Yeah, and so these issues come about through that. Um, yeah, even the, even like the urban warrior of the streets in DC is Oliver Queen. You know, the whitest of white white. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Um, so to 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 have this movie, which is you know so controlled by the people uh, who should be controlling this film, and it shows there are 
so many lines so many moments in this film which hit so hard and are so powerful because you know the words that are being spoken by you know these characters um, are written by people <clears throat> who have gone through this pain yeah um, you know uh, it's yeah, it was incredible. So let's go through Al. That's my rant. Mm. That's cut that good. Down. Yeah, and let's I, go through. I, I do want to say I'm glad that you pointed that out mm. because, like with Wonder Woman, there's a lot of stuff happening right now where if you do say you dislike this film, the two negative re- reviews on Rotten Tomatoes became memes basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so um, yeah, like, and we are going to be judging it as a film yep. but, but you're right this is more than a film yes um, yeah. and also three but white people right now talking exactly. about films <laughs> yeah, and, well. and we will be talking about its importance in society but of course we don't like we're only three white people talking yeah, exactly. about this yeah. like, it's just to can't even imagine the level that it is yeah. for yeah. other yeah. people um, so yeah let's go through initial mm, yes. impressions uh, uh, birthday girl tomorrow Jen uh, <laughs> gets uh, first cab off the ranks first dibs yeah first impressions I had a great time I thought it was really really fun um, I'd really like to see it again to just because um, I often watch a film the first time just just on surface level just mm. be like did I have fun did I not have fun be cool no and no, I still you know it's hard to go into that with nothing because there's been so much hype around it and how important it is yeah. and you haven't seen time. Civil War so I haven't you, seen Civil so this War. is your first I've read bits of Black Panther yeah. back in the day I read a couple of comics so I'm based I knew the character a little bit yeah um, but haven't been introduced to him in the cinematic universe. And how was that for you, your first impression? Um, I didn't feel like I needed any context. Yeah. Like, they introduced him really well. Um, yeah. Presumably played by the same actor? Yes. yes. Okay, okay. Um, and they had a lot of flashbacks was, from yeah. his Civil but War. But it also appearance. meant that I was discovering things as the characters discovered things. Mm. Like, mm. when they entered Wakanda, I was like, whoa, that's beautiful. And when yeah. they introduced his character, I was like, I'm meeting him for the first time. Yes. So it was really cool. Um, I just, Yeah, I thought the the... Um, design was beautiful. The sound design was beautiful. Um, the acting was awesome. Um, yeah, just I had a really good time. I thought it was like, if we're going with initial review, mm. yeah, we shall get to lo- it, I loved it. I loved it. Mm. All right. What about you, Sandro? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Uh, very, very fun cinema experience uh, with this one, um, as I have with with most Marvel films. Just to interject there, my cinema experience wasn't great. Uh-oh. Everyone was fucking loud. No what one time shut did you up go? at six thirty. Right. It was everyone rocked up late, so like people were still walking in at like seven uh, o'clock. Oh, well, quarter past seven when the movie had started, and people were talking and on their phones and rustling fucking chip packets. Uh, and it's a loud film, but there's moments where it's not loud. Anyway, so I didn't have a great time in the cinema, but I had a great time watching the film. Okay, cool. interesting. Go on. I think there were some people talking in my one, but. Again, you're going to get that on, like... They were talking European about ones. the film, they but, like, as it was happening, and they'd, like, yeah. comment on stuff, thinking they were being quiet, or <sighs> something would happen that they didn't think was that good, and they'd be like... <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh. That's people the good look. thing about the summary cinema, everyone. There's not many people. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the people who were doing it were the ones that probably have read all the comics and know uh, all about it. I'm like, <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> the Rick and Morty fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I loved it. I really, I really did have a lot of fun. It's not perfect, of course. We will just get to that. Um, And as you mentioned, it doesn't. I don't think it needs to be perfect. I think this film purely needs to exist. Yeah, because it's going to kick off so much and be good. Yeah, just great. Yeah, and like it is a really good film. So much fun. Yeah, Um, lots of fun. So many laugh out loud moments. So many on the edge of your seat moments. So many surprises. 
Um, across the board, fantastic cast. Uh, soundtrack was amazing. Soundtrack was great. Soundtrack was so... And I don't just mean the Kendrick one. I mean yeah, the yeah. actual soundtrack. No, the... Um, like, the score like, yeah. was yeah. amazing. Uh, the design... Everything was really good. I loved it. Rob, what is about you? Yeah, me too. I mean, the, the, there were there were issues in there that, um, that you know some shortcomings. But uh, so stuff like uh, what was adorable. The uh, art design was amazing. Yeah. Wakanda looked mm. incredible. The costumes were so vibrant, so beautiful. Yeah. Um, in any other film context, any other director that type of stuff would come across as really shoddy mm. and really... Um, unauthentic. Sure. Unauthentic and a little bit patronising and all this type mm, of stuff. That's true. But those sequences where they're all in tribal makeup and they've got their tribal clothing on, it was so joyous. Mm. So joyous to see their dancing. And it was their like a celebration and of a culture. Y- yes. We just don't get to see that often. And it was, yeah, like another... Like Wakanda became almost this, you know microcosm this representation of all yeah. African culture so and that you know that could be perceived as quite um, uh, putting know, everyone in the same battle, quite dangerous right? yeah, yeah because you know especially within the African continent each country they are very proud of their own heritage as, as they should be it's like you know uh, going to you know Europeans and just going oh you're just a European mm. yeah um, and but to have this film it was a massive celebration mm. of that entire culture from what I could see. Yeah. Um, and it, it seemed to be joyous and it didn't seem to be um, gimmicky mm. at all. Um, so I was, you know, great performances, great high-quality actors. I love the fact that there were just such a great balance of, you know, T'Challa covered, surrounded himself in powerful, strong oh. mm. women. His guard, royal That's guard, true. essentially. Yeah, and there, but there was no comment made about it. They were just there to do mm-hmm. their job. That was good, yeah. The lack of comments because I feel like there's a lot of films do do that kind yeah, of go look how diverse we are they would have had him know? come into the challenge and then follow behind him and, be, and the other guy be like look at you surrounded by women and he'd be like mm-hmm. well they're strong damn it or yeah, something yeah. really yeah. dumb like yeah. that and they didn't yeah. need it was, they were there yeah, well, just, like the lion in Thor when he's re- re- referring to the Valkyries, oh, the Valkyries. you know it's great to see yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> which was self aware yeah, yeah, yeah. but this that made a comment quite obviously on that this made a comment without making a comment yes yeah And um, this film is surrounded by what I loved about it, a lot of flawed human beings, a lot of people, and Mm. and also making, uh, trying to heal the mistakes from the past or, you know, dealing with issues from the past. And there's a lot of characters around that um, had to deal with it. Uh, The one person, this has been a criticism, (laughs) who didn't didn't have any problems at all was T'Challa. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he, at the start yeah. he was kind of like, oh, no, we can't help the world, sorry. You're like, come on, man. But then he learns. And you're like, yeah. damn it, can't you just be wrong about one thing? <laughs> he was never wrong. Can't he you was be flawed? so charming yeah. and so wonderful and so Almost outraged by everything to the point where they're going... Too pure. <laughs> yeah, too... Well, yeah. People, mm. I think people can't compute that kind of purity. Mm. Yeah. Be- we just... We don't want anything major. I don't no, want him to no. be yeah, have like. A, I don't want him to be. But addicted a struggle, to something some or kind so, yeah. of struggle where he struggles yeah. with the decision. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's so clear, yeah, and he had he had his fear of going. Will I be a good king? I don't sure. want to let go of my father. These are all like they, these aren't challenges. These no. are just you know things that every, anyone goes through when they lose a, a, a family a family member mm. uh, or a parent. And so there wasn't any massive. And change. his and his. Um, I think we'll get into it more, but like his. Um, Killmonger's kind of main issue with him 
was nothing he had done. It is something mm. that someone else had done. Yeah. So nothing. Oh, yeah, true. None of that. the problems he he had to deal with were his own making. No. Mm. Which no. is kind of like very true. Especially because he'd only, and he'd only been in the job like a week. <laughs> Barely. Yeah. So and all yeah. the challenges he had to face on the outside, like outside influences, like you know action sequences and stuff like that, were you know dealt with competently. Mm. There was like, he always had an answer, and him and his sister always had a solution oh, to everything. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. That is great. They are good characters, but there wasn't that you know. He's he's kind of like that in the comics as well, though. I'm kind of thinking of recent co- comics I've read, and I haven't read in much of his solo stuff, but he was in a series called New Avengers, uh, also known as the Illuminati. They're all the smart people who kind of control the, the Marvel Universe, and it's the same there. Yeah. He doesn't really do, do anything wrong. He is the straight man, very mm. similar to like what a lot of people's complaints with Captain America are. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the film version, a lot of people are like, he's, he, he can't do any wrong. Um, that's, that's very much him in the comics. Yeah. And I feel like it wasn't through lack of opportunity. There were some opportunities there for him to have some flaws come out, yeah. like reactions to certain uh, developments and discoveries. Mm. I think he could have struggled a bit with, I don't know, not accepting that yeah. that was reality or denying it or blaming someone else or something but no he was just so stoic about everything yeah. and yeah yeah but i mean yeah that's not the worst thing that could happen no it's that's the thing. that's this is this is like you know you know this is just something an observation that's not really yeah. a criticism and mm. also it got to you know at the ending became very marvel uh mm. marvel ending we had two cgi characters fighting that look exactly you know yeah, a, a good same power set yeah. yeah, so yeah. it was very much like the ending of Iron Man, where you've got like two Iron Men going against yeah. each other. These were two Black Panthers. Yeah, that's something I've been saying pretty much ever since the first trailer. It was kind of obvious that, that was going to happen. But, yes, you know. yeah, yeah, and and it was very much CGI everywhere. Yeah, CGI everywhere. Yeah, and, and we will talk more about that in spoilers. Yes. But it does feel like a Phase Two Marvel film. Okay, in many places, in that they're not doing anything new in terms of plot, in terms of action. But that's not what I took away from this. Yeah. I took mm. away the characters in this. Yeah. I didn't. Re- I'm thinking about it now. I can kind of remember the action sequences, but I can remember dialogue, yeah. character moments, the, the performances, and that's what shines in this film. And that's what, and what- shines in every film that Ryan Coogler is made as well. Yeah. So. that's what it should be about. Like you watch the action sequence and you go, "That's cool." Awesome fighting, and then but but then when it comes to the dialogue and yeah. those scenes, you're kind of like, that's what that's what. Yeah, his mm. his strength is so working with, getting good actors, working with good actors. Um, and for me, within the Marvel world, it really what it did extend forward was Wakanda's place now within the world because yeah. everyone's there going, well, why haven't we seen it before? Yeah. And they justified that, and now it goes now Wakanda's here, and they're making their presence felt. Don't know if that's spoilers or not, but yeah, yeah good segue for we'll take a segue from. Uh, from Sandro's lines. Let's look at the cast. Let's look yep. at the performances. So uh, uh, Chadwick Bosom is back as a, uh, king of Wakanda. Wakanda. And the Black Panther himself. Um, fabulous. Very likable. <laughs> Very beautiful human yep. being. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, my yeah, fa- fantastic. Yeah, just beautiful start when he goes, don't freeze, I never freeze. <laughs> that was it great. It actually took me a little while to warm up to that humor. I didn't laugh for the first 20 minutes Okay. Or so. Interesting. Yeah, because hmm. it takes me a while, even with Thor Ragnarok, it takes me a while to realize if I'm if it's meant to be funny or not. It's like <laughs> yeah, Thor Ragnarok when that. he was like, oh, oh, I'll come back around. I'm like, okay, right, it's funny. <laughs> and then this one, I was like, it's very serious, very serious. And it's like, don't freeze. I never freeze. And then 
and then I think um, it was when he was in um, with his sister and she was like, what are those? And she pointed his sandals. <laughs> was and I was like, okay, this is funny. And so yeah. it took me a little while. I don't know if it felt forced or I just wasn't, I just hadn't settled in. A lot of yet. Marvel films do that. A lot, a, a lot of Marvel films start off with that type of humour. And it's not that it's not funny. It does catch you off guard, though. Like, I, rem- I think that's rem- what it was. I remember the very opening of Age of Ultron really did that for me. <laughs> I was like, what? Am I, meant, am I meant to be laughing one minute into this film? The, wow, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. the, swear, the swearing gag in Ult- Age of Ultron <laughs> I is I think that's what it was. It took me off, took me off yeah. guard. We'll get to her in a second, but she was yeah. amazing with her. Her, oh. her style of comedy was something that we yeah. hadn't seen yep. before. I'll probably cut this, but everyone's yep. saying that line, what are those, is outdated. It's a meme from like a couple of years ago. Oh, is it? Everyone just... who's saying that, this film takes place in 2016, so it makes sense. <laughs> I didn't know it was a meme, I just thought it was really funny. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I had no idea it was a meme. Um, but yeah, uh, what I like about him, he, uh, uh, Chadwick, is that his um, the subtlety of him and his charisma is just mm, this definitely. beautiful, smooth uh, shift of emotion. So he's not like... You don't see the gear changes, yeah. but also when he's when he's doing that comedy, it's very subtle. Mm. Yeah, but it's but it's it's done very well. It's yeah. very it's, it's very natural really from him how he goes that really uh, balanced. Yeah, how he drops really a line. So she, so his mm. the actress who played his sister can do something. Look at him, go, what are those? And he responds to it in a beautiful way, and they balance each other out yeah. so well. Beautiful yeah, the casting. Beautiful. Yeah, Zero. I also love. Um, I was just having Zero. a bit of a look through the actors <laughs> and where they're from, and that because they all had the accent. The Wakandan accent. Wakanda accent. Yeah, and great. whether that, um, I'm not sure if that is a, is based on a particular accent from an African country, but like mm. that kind of accent can be can feel really forced and really fake. Mm. It's like when people, I'm not likening it to, but it's like when people try and do an Aussie accent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like uh, as far as I'm aware of the accents, like his was. It felt very natural, and most of them did as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, that I thought that because yeah, I was like, oh, is this going to be really jarring? Like, because I know that he's mm. not. I know that he's got a California accent normally. <laughs> yeah. um, I I don't think I've actually heard his accents accent. can oh, really, really? Yeah. accents yeah. can really throw me out of a film. Yeah, of course. But um, mm. I think across the board, especially for him, um, and yeah, it was it was perfect. Again, really well balanced. Yeah, his whole performance yeah. was balanced. Well. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was poised. That's a good word for him. He was. Mm. He's very poised. He's mm. poised as fuck. Yeah. Um, next, I'm, I'm really interested to see. Uh, yeah, no. no you, well, I was just going to say he's got three or more Marvel films on his contract, so I'm he interested does. to see where he goes. Cool. But um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, he was fantastic. Um, next up, uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, <gasps> the wonderful Michael B. Jordan. I love that guy. My beating heart. <laughs> hey, he's just stunning. A, he is, uh, and so is his performance. But he's stunning. I also um, really want two gold bottom canines now. <laughs> rock those gold teeth, like yeah, 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 and they look good. Um, he plays uh, uh, Eric Stevens, uh, aka Killmonger. Killmonger. Okay, I'm saying he's he's in there with the like top five <coughs> good oh. Marvel villains. Easily, I yeah. wouldn't. Um, I put him. I put him probably on par, <coughs> if not better than Ego. So I put for me. Top yeah, for me he was better than for Ego. me. It's because yeah. he has a, a reason to be a villain. Totally. Like Loki has a great motivation to be yeah. to be fucked mm. up. Yeah. I'm not gonna, as well. Not not We're spoiling really anything, but he has a pretty good reason to be hating mm. on oh, yeah. Chala yes. and the you, whole Wakanda thing. You kind of sympathize with him. I sympathize with his motivation. To a point. Didn't yeah, sympathize yeah. with yeah. his and then, you know, things happen, but like 
you, you kind of go, yeah, man, I'd be feeling pretty mm-hmm. shitty too. Mm-hmm. And Probably wouldn't yeah. do what you're doing, but yeah. yeah. That's what makes for a good villain in my <laughs> mind. Yeah, yeah and totally. He's not just straight up evil. He's got good reasons for oh, it. Oh god, and that's yeah, totally. and that's you know that's yeah. great writing. And he played and that really. well. He played it really, really well. I, I, like I was saying, there was one moment that really got me when he's um, his first confrontation with uh, T'Challa, and he's very gangster. He is very gangster. Yeah, boy, that's what you get. Yeah, mm. I give you this hurt. I give you that pain, and that kind of for me I went oh really he's he's shown so much more than that and better but than then that. I was thinking about because you said that to me earlier and I was thinking about that and I was like but he, well, the area that he grew up in that's how you assert your dominance and mm-hmm. your power is yeah. you, you get you know street cred and like that's how he's used to like yeah, he's grown sure. up in America yeah. in, um, in LA yeah. but yeah I see Oakland. what you mean though yeah. Yeah. Whereas, whereas to contrast that with, with that T'Challa's, when he's showing his dominance and power, he's, again, very poised. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, to the whole hmm. point, you know, yield. Just yield, you know. Yeah. Whereas he, he still you. feels the need to, like, puff up his chest and yeah. his scarred chest and, like, you know, basically yes. do that. But yeah, it's, it's, his it's, charisma's... It's a niggling thing. It didn't really... Yeah, I just went, oh, okay, well, that's the choice he went with. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say it was a little bit jarring that he wasn't in this film as much as, as I thought he same. was. I thought he was going to be more. Because he shows up in the first half, then kind of goes away for, I want to say, like 45 minutes. Yeah, a long time. And then he To the point where I was like, oh, he's just he just helped out in that bit. I didn't even know yeah. he was meant to be the oh, main villain. Oh, really? Okay. I thought we were going to get all... I knew his time would come, yeah. But they did do the red herring of Bush and the circus is circus. where we're going to go. Andy Circus is going to be the villain. Yeah. and uh, Which I was... Which I'm totally for. He was great. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about him later. Yes. Um, okay. Next up, let's go with um, uh, uh, Lupina Nyong'o. Yeah, the one character I didn't like, not didn't like, don't get why now, she was, was a there? part of the film, right? Because the whole she is T'Challa's former lover. Yes. I didn't care about that. I exactly. thought her performance in the first, maybe the first act, was really good. Uh, and then once Killmonger gets more involved, she's pushed to the side. And she's a bit pushed I, to the side. Just the whole love interest thing, I just didn't care. I have got the sense so. that they were trying to go for like we were dating once, but we're still really good friends because like he wanted yeah. her there for everything. But you're right; she kind of got pushed to the side. And then there was a point where she was fighting, and I was like, "Is she also a warrior? Is she meant to be well trained?" Mm. Like, well, we she's, are- she's a spy, so she yeah. Have to be but I had there. no yeah. idea about her character. I had yeah. no idea who she was right. until they said yeah, that, yeah. my ex, blah blah blah. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I heard, yeah, I heard rumors that she was uh, her character was a spy, so I knew she'd be, and I knew that you know. Uh, Nyong'o wouldn't take a role unless it was something. Because you know, at first, when big. he, mm, when yeah. he, Important. the scene where we first see her, I thought she was damsel in distress level. Like, right. they were like we've got to go take her out. I thought he was saving her. But oh, th- I think that's what we're meant to think. And then she says, "Oh, you've, you've, you pulled me out of my mission." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We Which were I wasn't, still we, wasn't sure what her mission was. Yeah, we Can, didn't hear the rumors going around that they cut out quite a bit of the film because the first draft was really, really long. Maybe. Like four hours, was yeah. it? Would have watched like it. Maybe would have watched it. Totally. Four hours. Yeah. Um, maybe she's the character that got hurt the most. Yeah, I think so. And it shows. Um, but just can I just say they save all those, those all those people at the start, and, and they, they just leave go them in the middle of the jungle. Yeah, you, go, you, go, you can make your own way home. Put them on the fucking ship and give them a, give lift, them a lift home. home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you're time poor, but come on. Come on. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of I, – I liked her. I liked her character. I mm. liked her role. I, th- I did see she dropped out a bit in the in the second half, the bottom end of the film. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, really important character as well just uh, to have a, a strong female character that wasn't going, I'm a strong female character. She was just a strong character, a part of this world. And yeah. 
yeah. more of that, yeah. please. Next up, we had. Uh, Denai Guerrero. Yeah, Denai Guerrero. Yeah. Now, you would know her. From The Walking out. Dead. Uh, she oh, plays Michonne, the yeah, best yeah. character in The Walking Dead who has carried through the entire show. She's great in this. She's, She's really oh, straight good. up my, my oh, standout. Yeah. Oh, she was incredible. So good. She oh. just looked... It's fucking tough, the oh. badass. And when I don't know if it's a sport, when she's on top of the car, it's in the trailer actually. Oh my god! She's on top of the car. I was like living. That was the point for me when they got to South Korea. That was the point for me that the film took off for me. Yeah. Um, I was skeptical because okay. it was a lot of uh, setup. Yeah. Sure. And then yeah. And then once that action scene kind of happened, I was like, I'm here for this. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, I struggle to follow mm. some of the action films. Yeah, the action sequences. A lot of it's quite yeah. dark. Yeah, very cam- fast and fast, and the camera's a bit you too know. close. On a smaller it's- screen, I think it's fine, but like I was literally moving, being like, yeah. oh, I'm not sure." I also think that particular scene you mentioned, and it is in the trailer, uh, the black SUV chase. I Marvel keep doing them. <laughs> oh, they love a car chase, <laughs> and I think like it's the same type, it's the same make of car every single car mm-hmm. chase and that was done by Winter Soldier Winter Soldier was fantastic just leave it within Soldier just, just leave it okay. we don't need any more car chases we don't need okay. uh, <laughs> you, I liked you did it in Winter Soldier that was your tip of the hat to, yeah. to Ronan and the, some of the best car chases don't keep on doing them <laughs> but you don't need to it, it was good and the best song of the Black Panther soundtrack yes. soundtracked it uh, and it was good. It was well, a that's great. The, I didn't scene. notice the song. It just was a part yeah. of it, which was yeah. great. So that that that's a but good I feel soundtrack. Like that scene was mm. her, like when I was like, she's awesome. Yeah, oh my god, that um, was she was yeah my standout performance. Yeah, yeah, she was absolutely incredible. She was, she was good. Such a strong actress. Okay, let's go to uh, Token White Guy. Tolkien White. Tolkien guys. White Guy. Uh, Martin Freeman, who uh, returns mm. as Everett K. Ross. He was in uh, uh, Civil War as well. Yeah, just, he, did his, he did his Martin Freeman thing. He's a. Uh, he, I guess he's comic relief. I didn't know he was going to be a good guy. I thought he was going to be so one of the villains I, in this. From the trailer, oh. um, following on from his appearance in. Age of Ultron? No, he was in um, he Civil was in War. Civil War. Oh, yes. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, he, that's yeah. his first appearance. Yeah, no, he was really good. He did his thing. He did his Martin Freeman thing where yeah, totally. he's a little bit... He was very bit clueless, Freeman. but also really sweet. And does the whole... Yeah, yeah he gets he gets the butt of a few jokes and... He, yeah, he, he does that so well, so why not? Yeah. He, uh, it's it's it quite fun. funny. He... He worked. He, he shined uh, his best when he was with um, Andy Serkis, mm. and when <laughs> yeah. um, when he then moved to Wakanda, he kind of stepped back and just filled out his role when he needed to, which was great, which was yeah. Yeah. good to do. But you saw his little comedy moments come out with uh, with Circus, who was uh, on fire. Mm. Let's look, let's talk about uh, the other Tolkien white guy, Tolkien white guy, Andy Circus, who is. A superstar. He should get so more nice to see Andy Serkis as a human being, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, not that a creature, true. and not in King Kong. And not. I just think like you knew he was gonna be awesome voice wise, and he was. His mm. South African accent was killer. Oh, I didn't know he was funny. He was fucking hilarious yeah. in this yeah, yeah. film. I mean, the script helped, but like the first thing you hear him say is like a Martin Freeman character asks him something. He goes, "Yeah, I've got a mixtape. I'll send you the link. <laughs> send him the, can you send him the, sound, <laughs> the band link or yeah. the SoundCloud touching, link? Just stop. Oh, that's, that's awkward. Stop touching. Like yeah. just... Yeah. Um, that... His hand was kind of weird though. That yeah. made me feel uncomfortable for a bit. But um, yeah, no, he was really good. Like he's the kind of uh, comic book villain where like it's evil for the sake of being evil. He's just a jackass. But... It's kind of fun. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem with him having absolutely no reason for anything he's doing. Yeah. But um, it was it was because it they're was the, yeah great. you can see the where that yeah. where they're going to end up those characters. You're well, like, uh, to quote Michael Caine from uh, The Dark Knight, 
some men just want Lord. to see the world burn. And he did, and he was crazy. He was ripped. He was massive. Yeah. yeah. Was, I was yeah, imagining Andy Serkis is a very small white man because <laughs> of Gollum. And, like, he was huge and funny and, and freaky. And mm. you're right, he was straight up just kind of bad because he just loved being bad. Yeah. But he hogged so much screen time. If we had any more time with him, I think he would have... been too much. It would, for me, it would have started... He would have outstayed his welcome. I think he was on screen mm. just enough time for me. Yeah. Because it was like evil for evil's sake. We've done that. We've seen that villain. That's why I'm glad they they handed it over. We haven't seen it well done in the Marvel (laughs) Universe, though. What I mean is, like, (laughs) his particular breed of bad for bad sake, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know where their journey is going to go. Um, And it's sort of like, feels good when when, when you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, uh, no, he was really good. Daniel uh, Kaluuya. Uh, from uh, Get Out mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Black Didn't Mirror. Didn't have a whole lot to do in this film. Didn't have much to do, but yeah. it's good to see him there. His and character was fucking useless. Same with um, <laughs> um, the guy from This Is Us. Um, Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. He was there. He showed up. Mm. Oh, okay. Well. So, he, uh, he, yeah, he's from This Is Us. He's just won the Emmy for uh, Best Actor in a okay. TV series. Never bothered with that show. Um, uh, yeah. He plays a character called Njobu. 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 That's good. Um, Thank you. Yeah, he's good. So, yeah, Kaluuya and uh, Sterling, it was great to have them there. They they didn't have much. No. Uh, he, yeah, he was mm. there, and his character motivation was... <laughs> Great. He like he's yeah. his stuff when they're him and he's talking to Charla about going. We can't bring in these refugees and stuff. And you they go, oh okay, that is a moment where it hit hard. That's yeah. where it went. Fuck. This is yeah. this is today. This is now. This yeah. is. I don't care if it's set in 2016. When I say his character That's, was useless, I mean like he was just kind of a not a nice dude. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> he is meant to be Charla's best friend. Yeah. Though, and I did get that. Yeah. I found so, it was more of a work. Relationship it's rather so than different. Yeah. yeah, but you know that's why yeah, it's not so. Yeah, didn't seem like lifelong friends. It just seemed like <laughs> hey, we're they weren't because on we par with any of their values. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they grew up together. I don't know. I guess but, so. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He was good because um, he's the, the leader of one of the factions, I think, of Wakanda. He, he's, 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 yeah, he's split up into four. The farmers on the outside who sort of like yeah protect, protect the border, mm. protect the border. The guy who played the leader of the Jabari though. Winston Duke. Yes. Whoa. That was... He's great. He is like, hilarious. He, showed, he like, gave he me some Tom Hardy vibes. Yeah. In terms oh, of, yeah, like, yeah. Strong, but funny, but charming, but, like, yeah, kind of goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he first shows up and you're like, oh, okay, he's just there. You know, he's a bit angry. He's Terrifying there for a fight. in that mask. And then he just shows up again and and is just hilarious. You get, yeah, you yeah. get him on his <laughs> turf and it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but a very yeah, very cool leader as well. He knew he knew his role within the community of Wakanda, um, and especially at that starting point, they're going through the ceremony. Does anyone challenge? Does anyone challenge? It was actually quite cool because I'm there going, "Come on, give 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 to Charles some sort of challenge." So for him to come down and fight, that was yeah, yeah. You know, we could see you know that the, the stakes were raised a little bit. Um, I do want to talk about uh, Le- Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright, my standout. My she, standout. yeah, yeah. She'd be on par for yeah, me. She yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, she so was she's, incredible. She, this is the first major motion picture role, but uh, she was in Humans, yep. the adaptation right. of real humans. I think it's yeah, the yeah. Swedish show about uh, synthetic humans and everything. Yeah. Um, and she was also in the episode Black Museum of Black, Black Mirror. Mirror, Mirror. Episode, yeah. The controversial episode, the one that kind of... I haven't seen that one yet. ...tries to 
It's weird. Um, but she's really good Is she good British or is she American? She is British. Right. Oh, she was born in Georgetown, Guyana. I think she grew up, grew up in the UK. Okay. Yeah, she's got a British accent in everything she does outside of this. She was a breath of fresh air in, uh, in a Marvel film, which tends to, you know, have their characters pretty much defined to have her come into a breath of fresh air. And especially playing the... Um, uh, uh, the Q type. She is the Q character. Like, mm. to, to Charles James Bond, she is yeah. the Q that gives him all the... the she's his little sister. Little sister. Little sassy little sister. She's... Um, and, she's and she showed the bird. That was fun. <laughs> Letitia Wright is Guyanese. Right. I'm not Guyanese. sure where that is. Uh, I should, but... Okay, okay. Um, yeah, because in the comics, she is the smartest person in the world. Yeah. More so than Tony Stark. And it, like... And the first scene she does, she flips off to Charla. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was just so like, funny. There we go. Like yeah. that's um, she's she's meant, she, you know, she's meant to be sixteen. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, she's still yeah, maybe the smartest person in the world, but she's still a teenager. Yeah, yeah. she's sixteen, and um, and 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 yeah, I, my standout in terms of performance, great energy, um, great you know, every scene, great, um, great, really good with Martin Freeman as well. Lovely scenes with Martin. That, Freeman. I love yeah. their their yeah. back and forth. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. really sweet. Um, uh, Angela Bassett, Bassett was in there. I love she was her. incredible. She's Forrest, great and everything. Yeah. yeah, Forrest Whitaker was there. I liked him. I know a lot of people <laughs> are going to be like, "It's just, it's Rogue One again." But I liked his performance. Um, yes, uh, as a as the I guess the religious leader. Leader. Yeah. 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 Well, he Advisor, has religious control ruler. over yeah. the the Black Panther yes. juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you know the old you ways. That <laughs> the old ways. Nope. And the um, the, of the, the rituals yeah. and things like that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. All standouts. I cu- uh, there was n- yeah. I couldn't fault any of there the. There was cast. really no. Yeah. There was yeah. no. Yeah. All killer. No filler. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about. Um, there are some amazing issues in there. Certain lines, certain mm. phrases that were really powerful for for me. You know, being you know, from my privileged background, to sit there and hear like, talking about, you know, uh, a history of being enslaved, a history of, you know, um, uh, crimes against each other, murdering against each other within your own culture, being oppressed by a different culture, and trying to find your place within the world, mm. um, it was fascinating for me to see, and some lines were said so beautifully and hit so hard that would be done too obviously and too awkwardly if it wasn't written by, you know, or directed by, you know, a black a black guy, okay. a black person. It was just there were some moments in there where I just went this is this it came out naturally and flowed beautifully with the dialogue as opposed to just, you know, we're putting this line in here. Yeah. Mm. So there's a lot of moments in that where I went this is good to see. We do not see this on screen that often. How they live their life and to make that uh, in cinema uh, was Incredible! I'm not wording myself as That's well right. as I should, but yeah, I'm not even going to try because yeah, I'm. Do we want to uh, do our reviews and then go into spoiler territory? Yeah, yeah, wait, why not? Yeah, okay. we can talk about other things. It's just easier when you can mention specific yes. like, scenes. Yeah. Uh, well, I gave it two thumbs up. Okay. Mm, okay. I'm giving it one thumb up. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I can go two thumbs up. Yeah, I'll let you know next week. I was going to say my mine final might change. Rating is. Yeah. I think mine might change as we talk more. Yeah, because I, I'm going to rewatch it, and once I do, my rating might go up to two thumbs up. But mm. at the moment, it's at a one, just because interesting. There's but a couple moments. That do your ratings tend to go 
up because like usually I go up mm. and then I watch it again and it can come down. But you seem to like rewatch and then sometimes it goes up. Yeah, I find that I really interesting. I think a lot of it's expectations. Sure. Um, especially with this film, it was hard to get away from. Yeah. Like having high expectations. Yes. So. Uh, there, there were a couple things, mainly just with the plot of the film, that I didn't love that we'll get into mm. with spoilers. Um, but in terms of cast, in terms of the visuals and everything, it yeah, no, really really good. I would give it one thumb up. But um, I do tend to rewatch things, like with Blade Runner. I rewatched that, and then I would give it two thumbs up now yeah, rather than so one. Yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I the just opposite. do that a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah I th- I thought it was incredibly solid. I thought it was a wonderf- wonderful film. One thumb up. So cool. a lot of people. I, I don't think it was the uh, the best in the Marvel movies, but it was definitely up yeah. in the top five. So remember, so, I'd yeah. be going talking to someone me who hasn't seen all the Marvel films. So for me, I'm like, this is the best one. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> yes. I've seen this one and this one and yeah. this one. <laughs> it is one of the best first solo films. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I rewatched um, Avengers the other day and I didn't love it. It doesn't hold up, does it? No. Just the whole the, the faceless army, giant CGI blue beam in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Spoiler time. Spoiler. Spoiler. Spoilers. spoilers. Drop, drop all the spoilers. Okay. Who wants to go first with the spoilers? What's the first spoiler? Where this film's set. Yeah. Marvel, please. Just when the film comes out, that's when it's set. Stop. Because talking it, about the film starts and they're like, it's a week. Since the king of Wakanda has died. Yeah. Which means it's set in 2016. Yeah. Which means two years are going to go by in terms of the Marvel world. Yes. Where we haven't seen T'Challa leading into Infinity War. Yeah. Which, it's the same with Guardians of the Galaxy. Four years have gone by in terms of the Marvel world where we haven't seen. How much time lapsed from the end to when we saw them approaching, like, the United Nations or whatever it was. Not uh, long, probably like a week or so. Not sure. The first post-credit, don't know about that one. The second one is definitely happening now, the yeah. one with Winter Soldier. That I just is wonder, like, they made the decision to yeah, reveal themselves to the world and then you see they go to this press conference. And yeah. I was wondering how long a time it's been between then. I, I, was, I was okay with it being set just after because mm. it had to keep that... Mm. Yeah, he had to go straight into all the the ceremony and the the process, and also we didn't get to see much of him in the in uh, winter in um, civil war. Him going through the grieving process. That's true. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just because now, especially with the fact that Spider Man is set then as well, we just haven't seen anything. In between. Current. Yeah. Happening in the Marvel Universe, which is a little bit annoying. I don't know why that's an issue for um, me, but it kind of is. Well, cause, yeah, Aside the, from the, the TV stuff, obviously. And Because the, the current, the most current thing will be um, uh, Avengers, Infinity War. It's going to be Thor, Ant-Man, Avengers, I think, in terms of continuity. Right. We'll have to find out. Right. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that was just a tiny nitpick that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> it's not that important, but it's just something that really stood out for me. Yeah. Straight from the top. But yeah, um, in terms of spoilers, well, where's a good place to start? Um, look, I want to talk about the fact that, you know, we find out, that, you know, and T'Challa finds out his father isn't uh, as pure and um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, whole wholesome as I did have some issues with that scene. Yes. A, the claws aren't long enough to kill someone. Which one is this? The opening scene? The when when you see him the um his father kill his oh, the flashback. Yep, yeah, okay. 
I was like trying to get a glimpse of the claws later on to see how big they were. I just don't think they could have killed someone. Also, I don't think he needed to kill him. Like yeah. he kind of stopped him and then and then opened the claws. And I was like, seemed like you could have overpowered him with strength anyway. And I was a bit like, I don't, that's just for me. Like that particular thing, I was like, I know that you've killed him to help move along this story. Yeah. But I don't know if if it was justified in that. Yeah. The, act, the way the action played out. It seemed, yeah, for me, it seemed a little bit. It was everything happened so fast. He didn't yeah. realize it was that instinct. He went, I get that. He went, oh fuck! What am yeah, I actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and the outrage that Chachal had with his father in the in um when he went into the the plane again, which mm. gave me straight up American Gods vibes. All right, yeah. When yeah. he first yeah, woke the up, yeah, the visuals as well. In the ancestral plane, there was the tree and the sunset. I was like, this is like shadow. And I mean, they mentioned Bast. Um, the the goddess that gives the Black Panther powers and yeah. you, you see that bust mm. in that in um, American Gods and I yeah, got like, yeah. little design things I was like hmm, but that was yeah that I I got that outrage that why would you leave that kid behind yeah mm. sure why would you just why yeah. and yeah and and what was it yeah he, he didn't even get a proper burial you left the body there as yeah. well and you just go mm. wow and that, that was a moment I think was an opportunity for T'Challa to have a, a slight flaw where to deny it. And to be like, no, my father wouldn't do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just think that would have been a nice thing. Instead, of, he straight up went, okay, well, fuck, my father's not a really good dude. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He never denied. He never seemed to like argue it. No, or no, just went okay. Took try it and it, yeah. ignore it. Where yeah. I think most people in that situation would try and ignore it mm, and like sure. suppress suppress it. Whereas he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna deal with it. Mm. It's like, well, good on you. <laughs> I there, wish I was as pure as you. There was a bit of that where Killmonger first shows up and he tries to not get him to say who he is. There was a little bit of him yeah, trying right. to hide yeah. that from the council. From everybody but else. Not, yeah. But, not, but like, fairly not, so, though, I think. Yeah, I guess so. To try and keep the peace. I feel like maybe he'd tell them later. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. But there, um, was a, yeah, there wasn't enough to really notice it, but I felt a little bit of hesitation there. But yeah, you're right. Aside yeah. from that, it was pretty... Just kind of accepted it and moved on. Yeah. One moment I'm going to talk about when I was talking about it was great for me to see from the outside looking in um, uh, Killmonger's final line. People preferred to jump into the water than oh, to, to, be, yeah. to be that prisoners. Was, that was a good line. Better I don't, die than be on don't know how I feel about him dying, though. May, it could be because I want Michael B. Jordan in yeah, everything I just, from here on out. I wanted, I wanted them to but, make friends. He's like, what are you going to do? Cha- like, put me in chains. I was like, mm. maybe you can rehabilitate. Yeah. I, think you've re- I think you've come around. They're helping to rehabilitate Bucky. Yeah. Why don't they help true. to rehabilitate you? <laughs> and, then, and, um, you know, and, well, Bucky had no control over what he did. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan, he had all the control. Yes. He knew yeah. exactly what he was but doing. But towards the end, I think he resigned. He realized that he went a little bit far. Yeah. He got a bit overboard, mm. and I was like, he's realised that now. He can come back around. He can be your like, right-hand advisor. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was quite a... Um, they really... I uh, don't really like this term, but they modernised him mm. f- um, in terms of he was a part of the army for a while, and that's how he got the name Killmonger, yeah. rather than his actual name being Killmonger <laughs> like it is yeah. in some of the comics. Thank heavens <laughs> they changed that. <laughs> Which yeah. was good. Um, that is a smart move, Marvel. Yeah. It was very, very good. Speaking of characters dying, though, my main issue with the film is when T'Challa loses the fight, disappears for about 10 minutes, yeah. instantly shows up, and Knew it's like a miracle he's alive. I, I 
it's such a cliche. Uh, well, especially, especially as soon as he fell off, and they were like, "He's dead." I'm like, "He's no, not, not yeah, dead." Of, of course he's not. He's signed because up for so have many a look more down films. there. You'll because see you, he's not. Yeah, yeah. Any other way, he just stabbed Forrest Whitaker. Okay, okay, you've stabbed Forrest Whitaker. Okay, good, good, good. So you're going to stab T'Challa? No, you're going to throw him over the cliff? Yeah. Really? I went, I really? leaned over and went, it's like when Scar killed Mufasa. Because <laughs> <laughs> then the women are running exactly away, and I'm like, like and now he's, his Scar character is going to be taking... Yeah. I was like... Oh, wow, oh. you're right. I was like, long live the fucking king, throw him oh. off. Where's Simba to come discover his dead father's body in mm. the fucking stampede? Like I literally true. was like, wow, throwing uh, people off cliffs. That's, that's not true. been done before. Mm. Very true. But he um, isn't dead. So yeah. It's not I, saw, I saw a review where the title mm. was Black Panther, a really good retread of Marvel films in terms of the plot. The plot right. is, in terms of the plot itself, is basically cliche after cliche. Before but, they killed mm, off Claw's, um, Andy Serkis' character Claw, I was like, this is kind of cool. It's a really simple plot. This guy they're trying to kill, get revenge for killing his dad. And then when the twist came and Killmonger appeared, I was like, oh, it's a little bit more complicated. But it was still still kind of like yeah. plot by numbers. It was, it was. But it is a character-driven film. Sure. So I think I can excuse that. Every plot change and every plot direction was in order to help progress the characters. Yeah, and that yeah. worked. Definitely. Yeah, it, it, it was a paint-by-numbers script, but the important things were, yeah, like we said, the characters were introduced to. Mm. They're now they a part of this world. Yeah. We want to see that. Mm. Well, the, and the advancement of Wakanda within the, the universe uh, is important as well. Those mm. things... And the best way me- to show that is to give them their leader is dead or presumed dead. Mm. Then mm. he's found again. Yeah. Uh, their world is destroyed. Like, classic kind of and, um, mm. obstacles. And then you can have... Battle rhinos. Battle rhinos. I forgot about the battle rhinos. <laughs> I thought the rhino was a nice little mention. They're, they're farming these rhinos. They're helping them. I was like, oh, they're like endangered species in Africa. Yeah. And then he was like, and I was like, here come the orcs or whatever. And then, the, <laughs> and then the rhino came running and I went, oh, come on. But then I was kind of into it. Yeah, I, I wasn't was re- sure of it. I, I, the only <laughs> yeah. moment I liked is when he's charging on and someone. Sh- Licks and her face. He licks it, and the and the, his you know girlfriend shows up, and just right in front of the rhino goes, "No, I'm not killing you, licky licky." <laughs> I also was a bit like, "How have you not broken up with this dude ages ago?" Yeah, because oh, you have not got the same values. If they are still together, I will be very disappointed. I was really, I, I really, it really upset me when they were fighting amongst themselves. I, I really I didn't thought like that too. I yeah. was like, it's like a civil war happening. And there you go. At least, at least you know, yeah. pull your punches or don't kill anyone. But then they like, they were straight not up going against it, people were, that yeah. they'd grown up with. Yeah, all of a all of a sudden, because, in like that, yeah, because he decided that this is what needed to happen. So yeah, yeah, I don't know about that either. It's, I wasn't in, mm. no. It, they go. Let's get the, let's yeah. get this over as quickly as possible so they stop fighting. I thought, I ma- yeah, they continued, and then all the women, the like the guards, ran in and started killing people. And I was like. I thought maybe like you would, because he ordered it. Killmonger wanted that to happen. They would be doing it, but pulling punches and yeah. like maybe not killing and just kind of like that. They actually seemed they were really into mm, it. Yeah, I didn't think they yeah. would be. It really reminds me of Aquaman, and I'm sure they'll include it in <coughs> the film as well, where the army of Atlantis are very much like that. Yeah. When Aquaman's in charge, they're good. When Black Mantis is in charge, they're going to kill everyone. Like, <laughs> and there wasn't enough of like a, there wasn't enough of him turning them against each other. Yeah, there wasn't enough yeah, like definitely. him manipulating um, his. Um, I can't remember the, the farmers' kind of army against the the guards, and like didn't have enough time to progress. So when he was just like, well, 
kill him. Yeah. So, we are okay. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. There was um, no there was no battle, um like n- no, they get yeah, there was no struggle. Struggle, within, yeah. yeah, within mental them. Yeah, yeah, moral struggle, moral yeah, yeah, yeah dilemma. Sure. Um I mean they they could have been, but they could have cut it. I mean they had the moral dilemma well, with the main have. with the main guard. She was like yeah. I defend that throne no matter who sits yes, in it exactly. and you could see she didn't want to no. but she was forced to mm. um, and that was that was good but then didn't really happen for what's his face and can I just say why 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 did they have to you know they made a fun joke about it and the stuff the fact that no no this is your new suit you just press it and it digitally creates around you or um, not even press it he just thinks about it thinks about it and then that's how he's, he loses <laughs> his helmet as well because they make a joke about you don't want to put your helmet on and off every time What's so wrong about that? <laughs> it's just so he can do a scene oh, yeah. where he stands up and he's walking there and his face disappears while he's mm. out there Oh, going, it's technology. Oh, yeah. fuck that. I just want to be I, able... I did love the line, though, where she's showing him the new suits and she's like, look at this one. It's gold. And he's like, it's the point is not me. to stand out. But then Killmonger instantly it. goes for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, bone, it's got bones on it as well. Yeah. I love, I love, I love the one. idea of the kinetic energy. Um, using oh, that, that was great. Then, that was good. Because then when he's, like, taking... When they're shooting at Killmonger, and I was like, no, you're giving him energy. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the girl who invented the suit is shooting at him. I'm like, you yeah. know this isn't going to hurt the suit. <laughs> True, didn't I was that. like, hang on, you invented this. You're shooting him knowing he's going to use this kinetic energy. Maybe he doesn't know. Mm. Maybe she knows he doesn't know. Yeah. But I was like, you should know what the suit's capable of. And for, like, 20 minutes before they realised, I was like, use the light, the light that makes the suit not work. Come on, you invented all of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You should know how to take it down. Use it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I felt that was a little bit... But for the sake of a good battle scene. Yeah, okay. Um, they, they needed that. But, yeah, the suit was rad. Hmm. What it did was good, and it was uh, something we hadn't seen before, like using absorbing the energy and using cool. it against was good. Yeah, I'm okay with putting a helmet on and off. Yeah, true. <laughs> like there's you know there's a there's a moment in Civil War where he drops the helmet next to him and you feel the weight, boom, and you hear that and you go, that's good. I like that. There's nothing tangible, nothing sooty if it just comes in and out of his of his bone necklace. Yeah. Um. Um, so yeah. Okay. Other. Okay. Um. Uh. Let's look at the. The post-credit sequences and uh, the sure. ten thirty session I went to see, we still had people walk out even before the first credit sequence. <sighs> what are they? What are What's they doing? These people. What um, was the first one? Uh, Wak- uh, Wakanda goes to United Nations and goes, "We're here. We're going to help you." And, and people are like, <laughs> what, are yeah. "What have you? What are you going to show?" That reminds me. Uh, the final was that one? No, I think it was the final scene of the film before the credits, where they were like, "Who are you?" And he looks at the camera, "Ha ha ha." Yeah, that's what <laughs> and it's like of, Black sorry. Panther. I'm like, I'm so sick of that after the solo trailer. But you know, it was a bit of fun. Um, <laughs> he didn't, it didn't go straight to Black Panther. Though. It just went to the credits, and then yeah. it was like, and I was like, he's Black Panther. <laughs> but it, it was kind of like a wasted title, opportunity. Well but it was yeah, like, yeah. Okay. He's Aquaman. Oh shit! Um, wrong title. <laughs> anyway, um, post credits. So yeah, that was the end. Of the, and then what was the first post credit scene? First post credit scene was um, uh, them going to United Nations and saying that, and then. At Didn't the end of the film. Okay. At yeah. the end of the film, we uh, there's a line dropped in it where she goes, uh, is this another white guy, that, another white man I have to <laughs> yeah, that was funny. See, people laughed, and I wasn't sure what they were referring to. And that, you'll find that out when you watch Civil War. Mm. Okay. And yep. then, yeah. I and thought it must follow, be. Yeah. And the follow-on from that is the post-credit scene where she'd been, she's been healing another guy with only one arm. And they kind yeah. of had a cute little moment, like I wonder if they're like, well, that's the thing, but then I realised she's playing a 16-year-old. Yeah. I thought she had a bit of yeah, a thing for 16. Martin Freeman. And I went, nope, nope, nope. I thought but her and Bucky was more of a friendship thing. But yeah. 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 It's, it I'm glad that they're going through this, and I'm, I really hope that 
Bucky gets to be Captain America. I think, you know, well, he's got well, no. he's, he's contracted for eight films, so he's still got, what, three to go or two to go? Yeah. Uh, uh, do post credit sequences count as films? No. no. That's one th- I don't think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm fully into the... I'm fully shipping Bucky and uh, Steve, so... <laughs> Yep, sure. I'm fully into that. I love those guys. Steve, though, he's with um, Agent... What's her name? 37? Agent uh, Revenge. Agent whatever. (laughs) She's not in... Peggy Carter's... uh, Three or four now, because she's doing a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. um, Yeah, the the post credit sequence was a bit of fun, I guess. It was fun, and it was... It was... It was... it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment to you know to have to have Bucky finally be in a place where you know he's not tormented and he's not. He can he, rest. He can. He's there just resting and clearing his mind. So when we get to a, a you know we get to Infinity War, he can be you know fully on the side of good. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that I do like about this film being set in 2016. I guess is that because. More spoilers for Civil War. In, well, okay, spoilers in, for Civil War. In the end of Civil War, he's put on ice. Really. Yeah. And so I'm glad that we find out. So that post credit sequence is, say, a year and a half, two years later, where they've taken him off ice yeah. and they've taken him through this therapy. And, yeah, and it's good to see that he is getting that before Infinity War, that yes. he will be a different type of like he'll be a lot that like two, more at peace. That two year gap, that two year gap or yeah. three year gap or however long it is in between. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Um, has shown that he is in a better place because yeah, God, he deserves it. Jesus Christ, he deserves it. What? Yeah, what a what a journey he's been on. What a journey on your Sebastian Stan, on your Bucky. So that was a beautiful way to end it. I like that. So, um, and it was uh, quite substantial as well. It took a bit of time as opposed to the Ragnarok one, which was just you know, that, that were just jokes though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially the, and the final one with the ship coming in. Mm. Yeah. Um, this one to have a bit one. of time, a bit of character. I like the character ones. I like a little bit of character. Yeah, I like yeah. the character yeah. one. Yeah. Or like you go back to a character that m- wasn't really in the film very much, but they get a little moment. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah one of the fu- Like maybe they went back to... Like um, the Duck in the... The, the, leader, <laughs> the leader of the other tribe or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. That moment when the, the other tribe came in and helped them. I knew that would gonna. That gonna. I knew yeah. that oh, would yeah, Of course. That was great. Yeah. So yeah, well there we go. I think yeah. we've talked everything. Uh, talked it out. Yeah, talked it out. I, yeah, really I can't wait to know if Sandro's second viewing makes him mm. pop up another thumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I don't know if it will. We'll see. Because mm. that's what happened with Thor Ragnarok. I was kind of bored by everything on Asgard until the second time, where I was like, okay, it's a part of the film. I'll accept it. Now I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that will probably happen with this as don't well. Don't resist. You have more fun when you don't resist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah. So. That's. I think we've we've talked about it as far as we can without going chat. a bit overboard and yeah. like talking talk, about babes. every moment of every time. Sure, we'll probably um, talk more about it in future episodes as well. Yeah, so for we, sure. We tend to we tend to refer back to old episodes, especially so when we get to worth it. your while listening to the back catalogue mm, and go going back. through and re-listening. It'll be um, interesting to uh, reflect on this after we've seen uh, Avengers. Yeah, oh, for yes. sure. And I need to keep continue. I am on the journey of, Aven- oh, of you uh, are? Marvel. Very good. I watched, ah. rewatched Avengers. I'm going to watch. Um, Have you watched Incredible Hulk yet? No. You can no. skip it. Yeah, I'm going to watch them all. Yeah. I've been t- I've been given an order, but and which I order are fuck- you doing? No, I'm not doing one. All right. You I'm Jen fucking Spears, and I will watch them. I was like, I want to okay. watch something fun, so we watched the Avengers. Um, should I watch them in an order? A order release. Because like I know. I know the yeah. basic plot of each one, and I know which characters go here mm. and there because I've seen them. It's like it's like I'll I watch them in release order. Yeah. So like, there's a reason they release them yeah. when they release. Anyway, yeah. 
Do you have an order for me to watch the Marvel films in? No, I like the way that you, you know, do it. Do it the way you want to. Do okay, it. you do you. Listeners, mm-hmm. do you have an order that you'd like me to watch it in? Segway. Would you? Uh, if you do, shoot it through. Send me a happy birthday message if you want to. <laughs> Anything really? Just just open up the lines of communication. We love it. Um, do you have something you'd like us to review? We've got some ideas for upcoming episodes, um, but we're always happy to take requests. Like mm. a decent DJ should. Um, yeah, if, you, if you've got some ideas for us or you just want to have a chat, you've got some feedback, shoot us an email at feedback.nerdout at gmail.com or a comment on Facebook. Uh, the links are in the description. Hmm. Anything to pop on the end, boys, before if, I close it down? If you have been following Star Trek Discovery and have finished it, maybe shoot us your yeah. thoughts on that because we will probably be wrapping up the first season. It's like six episodes. Yeah, I'm nearly Pretty done. Pretty easy to be yeah, I've, I, I've only seen the first one of part two, so... yeah. Um, we yeah. might talk about that. Cool. We got tickets to games night. Yay! We might just we might just see that for the fun of it. Whether we review it, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But um, it's always nice to just spend time together. That's it, not in a studio. It's not it's in true. a studio. Yeah. And if you have a studio, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> help us out. We can mention that. Um, yeah, where we are recording is shutting down in June, so we are going to have to look for. I feel like it's studio. like the boat that rocked. If you know anyone with a boat that can save us, please send them out. These are our coordinates. <laughs> uh, feel free to chuck us a review uh, if you listen to us on iTunes. I discovered it's a bit of a pain in the butt to review podcasts, but it's there. It's at the bottom of the page. Mm. Scroll down, hit five stars. We'd appreciate it. It'd be a great birthday present for me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, until next time, don't forget to nerd out. just listening to Nerd Out, featuring Rob Lloyd, Jen Spears and Sandra Felcher. We'd like to thank RTI and the Ace Radio Network for allowing us to record in their studios. This has been an improbable podcast production. The views expressed are those of the speaker and don't necessarily reflect those of the other speakers or the network. The opening and closing music for the show is Denial by Dark Shadows. No copyright infringement towards any of the topics we discussed was intended. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. What are we going to do now? I'm going to talk about what I've been consuming, Rob. All oh, right, if okay, you okay, mind. cut that out. I'm sorry, I'm still quite sick. <laughs> Shit, no. fuck. Ooh, Whoa, I'm that's loud. <laughs> Shit, fuck. Whoa. Shit, fuck. Please be recording that. Yeah. Shit, fuck. Whoa. Check, check one, check, two. Check. Shit, fuck. Whoa. Let's see if. Okay, let's just do a sound check. Ha 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 ha. Wait, Throwback. Throwback to last week. Last week. All right. Jen's doing all the classics. Mm. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> to quote King T'Challa, king of Wakanda, also known as the Black Panther, we must find a way to look after each other as if we were... Fuck! <laughs> as if we were fucked. <laughs> Cut that out. You're doing so well. Trying to say bloody the name of the director from uh, Shape of Water. Guillermo <laughs> del Toro. You know my favourite thing about the outtakes from last week? They weren't really outtakes. They were just like boring conversation <laughs> yeah. we were having. I'm there going, all right, let's uh, talk about this. And then we talk about uh, that. All right. <laughs> As if we were one single track. <coughs>